Welcome to the Healing Courageously podcast, where we engage in open, honest, and healthy conversations about everything from addiction, abuse, and recovery, to marriage, family, and spirituality. We hope you find this podcast helpful. Our goal is that you will find a new way of living as you look closer at yourself in these areas of your life, which will lead to a new and happier and healthier you. Now, here's your host, Randy Boyd. to this episode of Healing Courageously. Healing Courageously. That's all. That's a task in itself. Yeah, because it takes a lot of courage to heal from the, from the wounds of our past and our trauma wounds and everything else. It's a, there's a lot of, I would say this, you got to walk through a lot of fear. Yeah, that's but, right. But it's, it's. On worth, the other side on of the other fear side is, is where the blessings come from. Is where the blessing from. comes from. Yeah. So, um, it's hard. There's no arguing that. There's a lot of different aspects we have to look at. We know that. Yep. You and I have both been through it. So we know that um, if you want it bad enough and you're willing to do the work, you can heal your trauma wounds from the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. You'll never forget them. So don't ever let anybody tell you to forget them because that's not going to happen. Um, you just won't think about them all the time. But. Um, in one way or the other, they'll affect you in different ways. And we just learn tools to deal with it when mm-hmm. it does come up. So yep. Coping mechanisms. Yeah. So uh, what we take our tools and replace our coping me- mechanisms with new tools. With new tools. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, coping skills. Maladaptive po- coping skills mm-hmm. that we've used for many, many years and that have worked for us. Yeah. And they quit working at some point in time. And so we've, and it's not that those maladaptive coping skills are bad for you because they've gotten you where you are today. Yeah. So definitely. in many ways, they've helped you get to where you're at today. Mm-hmm. And many of those maladaptive coping skills, you can turn into a positive coping skill. Yeah. It's just you, we learn how to use them differently. But so, that's where the fear comes in. Yeah. What boundaries. Oh, is that what we're talking about today? Huh? We're, we're going we're gonna to talk about boundaries today. We're talking about... Um, consequences of not having boundaries. What do we? But in the last couple of episodes, we've had some About discussion on emotional em, boundaries. Emotional boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, and those discussions was ways to test boundaries, right? Mm-hmm. Ways to set emotional boundaries. Okay. And there's a, the important thing is we made sure we gave you some examples of, of those of those emotional boundaries. And one of them, probably one of the most important ones, is to be able to build your self-worth yeah. back up, right? I mean, somebody told me I didn't have self-worth. I thought they were crazy. I thought I was full of self-worth, mm. but the, re- the reality is... You were full of self. I, I was full of self and full of caca, you know? <laughs> That's what I was full yeah. of. Yeah, the, the worth wasn't there, but the self was there. Yeah. Right? So um, there's just a lot of di- different ways. It's, it's, a, it's a process that takes quite a bit of time, yeah. the reality is. Yeah, so we hope you guys got some good information, some good nuggets over yep. this last couple weeks. Yep. And so we want to continue on this month of boundaries um, with consequences of not having boundaries. And we talked about all the reasons that we have to have them. Yeah. But let's talk about what happens if we don't 
set those boundaries. So um, I know that I think it's it's natural and normal if we want to be kind, loving, and helpful to the people right. we love right. as well as the people we surround our, ourselves with. Right. A lot of times in the workplace, for me, it was my workplace. That was where I spent most of my time. I think what God commands us to do in the Bible is, is only one thing, mm-hmm. and that's to love everybody. And that's what we're going to talk about in this as right. well at the end here. We've right. got some information on how to love with emotion, with boundaries in place. That's right. the biggest key. Right. Right. And so, not people please, right? No, and yeah, not people please. So sometimes it means having to put up with things that make us cringe, like the way people talk to us or how they talk to others even. We can be in a room where people are talking to others and adi- or their attitudes might be less than kind. Um, we seem to think that if we just tolerate the behaviors, how many people have tolerated those behaviors, that the relationship will offer offer some give and take. However, if we are giving out of love without having boundaries in place, they can carry a risk of losing our own self and damaging important relationships. And I just want to share real quick on, on my work environment. Um, I always felt like if I worked harder, if I put more hours in, if I worked from home, um, not only would my employer appreciate me, but the clients I had would appreciate me. Like I took, this is really sick, but I took pride and getting up really early in the morning when I was working from home so that they could see my emails coming through at four or five in the morning. That's not healthy. That was just mere me wanting them to um, to like me and to think that, oh, she's really putting in that work. But the only person that was damaged in all that or hurt was myself. I became exhausted, frustrated, resentful. Um, she took it out on me. I took it out on the people around me. Yeah, I definitely with you. So I and it affects your health. So I think that you know we have to be really careful about that people pleasing. So I, I was listening to Laura Ingalls this week on the radio. This this was really interesting. I was really happy to hear this. Um, and they were talking about boundaries. As a matter of mm-hmm. fact, do you do you just lovingly if somebody somebody's doing something that isn't quite right, isn't isn't correct? Can be harmful to them or others. Mm-hmm. As a good friend, do you just lovingly kind of go along and watch them, or do you speak up and say something? Mm-hmm. Right now, this is where it gets scary because if you speak up, like Kathy just mentioned, you have a strong chance of losing that friend. That relationship, fact, yeah. That relate that happened to me mm-hmm. with a with a guy I went through recovery with, and actually. I'm glad I said something because he eventually drank himself to death later because of what he had done. So it's like we have to take that chance. Mm-hmm. So do we say something to the person that we love, that we see them doing something that's detrimental to their health, or do we just sit back mm-hmm. and watch? Yeah. And that's a tough, that's it's a really, tough decision. Yeah, that's a tough place to be in. So you know, I think depending on, uh, well, hopefully your relationships are strong enough that they can overcome that that conversation because well, that's a tough one. Laura, Laura did say she lost a lot of friends because mm-hmm. of that, a lot. And you know, I think that we have to remember she spoke that. Up. Well, and it, uh, with that being said, we have to remember that not all relationships are meant to last forever. That's right. They they You're are right. they come and go. There are all seasons right. in relationships. Right. Absolutely. But I wanted to go back to one thing that I thought about in my work environment. You know, in that process of you know giving more of myself and doing more and wanting people to like me, um, the more I gave of myself to them, the less of me I had available to my family. And I think that's one thing that's really important if we don't set those boundaries for ourselves, it does affect the outcome. 
Um, and these people now expected me to be working these crazy hours. Right, exactly. So now I've set myself up for, for frustration and failure because I allowed myself uh, to just work in that um, that environment. So it's, 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 that, it's that old question or that old saying, give, give an inch, they'll take a take mile. Take a mile, yeah, definitely. So if you can relate to this or something similar, you probably are living a life with misaligned boundaries. I love that, or no boundaries at all. So why is it so hard to set boundaries? Ooh, that's a good one. Why do we feel trapped in pleasing others? Uh, How does anger and anxiety turn inward as we struggle to say no? Because I, I mean, how many times do we want to say no, but we say yes? So. And the Bible says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So So, in some of my research on this, I want to just talk about this real briefly here is there was a uh, boundary litmus test that may help you to determine if you're having trouble setting healthy boundaries. And it says, think of a time that you may have felt guilty, angry, or anxious about after a particular situation with someone. This person may have said something to you that these feelings arose from. Now take what the person said in your mind and pretend to say it out loud to them the same way they spoke it to you. Now, does that feel weird? Does it feel wrong? Does your stomach turn at the thought of those words? If so, your your boundaries may be out of alignment. That, I mean, that's just kind of crazy to think if we speak those words, you know, what we, what we receive, we just kind of take in. But if we turn that around and speak it out loud, it's not going to sound right. It's no. not going to sound healthy at all. No. So you know, I, I can remember at work, you know, my business, I can remember when I first started saying no. And it was, it was setting a boundary mm-hmm. because as a contractor, you know, I, was, I had a lot of good big clients. I had a lot of work. And so... You know, if something extra would come up, come up on the job, and more often than not, I would just get it done while I was there, and I wanted, I wanted back charger for it because, why? Because I wanted, I wanted the work to keep coming. Mm-hmm. I just figured it was a little extra. But I can remember when I started saying no. First of all, it was extremely hard to say no, and when I hung up off the phone, I felt really guilty. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh no, yeah. are these people going to continue using me because I said no? I mean, it was, it yeah. just, it's a mental game. That, that is the toughest one. Here's, one. here's another one, Rand. You might be able to, well, not you might. I know you mm-hmm. can relate to this one. So take a moment. Here's another little test to test to see where your boundaries are. Um, take a moment to just sit in a quiet room where there are no distractions. Breathe, relax, and just sit still with yourself for 90 seconds. That doesn't sound very long, but a long that's time. a long time. If you feel a sense that you are not doing something or should be doing something, that is also a sign your boundaries are being are maybe out of alignment. How is that when you, I know for you at the beginning. Well, it, it comes down to that meditation because people often go, how do you meditate? I can't meditate. I don't know. My mind goes a thousand miles an hour. And, and, I, and I went through that and it's hard. And the, my, my, my teachers and mentors just said, don't fight. Don't fight the the, the, the thought that's coming through. Yeah. Okay. Just let it come. It's gonna it'll come. Watch it come in and watch it go out, and just learn to sit and be quiet. And what happens over time is that quiet, that peace comes into you, and it's just, it's just 
it might only be 10 seconds worth of peace, but let that 10 seconds absorb into your body, into your mind and your heart. Okay, so it's it's you're you're not alone in that. It's hard to sit for ninety seconds mm-hmm. and, and just not, and just sit, sit and do nothing. I mean, Kathy knows. I mean, there was a period in my life where I could not sit still for now. I always had right. to be doing something. Right. right, and that's affecting you being able to set boundaries because you're 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 got a circus going on. Got in your a circus head. going on in my head. Yeah. And, and now here's the most important part, right? Why? Because we believe that if you don't get to the root of the problem. Yeah. You're never going to be able to solve it. So why was I always having to do something? Because I was always told I was an idiot and would never amount to mm-hmm. anything. Right? And so I always had to be doing stuff to so make sure. the more sure you did, the better you were. And again, there goes those boundaries. Because right, exactly. Because ex- you're expending yourself out right. to, the, to the exhaustion. Right. right. The more I do, the better I feel. The more she'll like me, the more he'll like me. Yeah. And yeah. then now you've got. But now it's the opposite. Up. You've got boundaries misalignment mm-hmm. at that point. At that point, yeah. But so, now it's like completely different. Yeah. No, this is this is something that's really kind of funny that I, when I read this, though, it says if you have it, we have all heard that the best way to achieve something is to give 100% focus to it. You know, if, you, if you're good at anything, if it was baseball, dance, reading, whatever that was, if you put 100% focus to it, that was great. But guess what? If you have trouble setting boundaries, the good news is that you're excellent at it. And you've accomplished that goal of being a hundred percent non-boundary setter. Codependent. <laughs> yeah, codependent. 100% yeah. Codependent. Yeah. No. Um, nothing to brag about, and, and it's not the healthiest goal to obtain. But the beauty is that we get to change that today. We don't have to stay on that merry-go-round. So um, we can reverse the behavior. And there's a couple here things, Randy. You want to talk about these? Um, these are some healthy boundaries that you would want to put 100% focus on to change. Well, I, I, I think you should talk about the first one. It's not my job to fix others. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was my project. Um, Randy was my project, and I exhausted myself trying to make him feel better. His trauma um, in his life, mm-hmm. I took on the responsibility of being the nurse for him. Um and I can't tell you how many times I would pump his heart. I would um, take him for you know, anything and everything to make him feel better. I mean, you guys, this is crazy. I would stand on my head to try to make him laugh. Mm. I mean, who does that? That is just crazy. <laughs> so um, it is not my job to fix others. Right. I tried it. It exhausted me. It, I built resentments, all the right. things that, that we talk about and what happens. So... Right. Um, this this is a good one too. I have I struggle with this, but oh, angry. It's, it, it's okay if others get angry. Yeah, it's, they have emotions too. I mean, why am I upset if they get angry? Yeah, because first of all, they're more than likely the person's not angry at you. Right. All right. They're remember, people are hurt and they're carrying around their own garbage all the time too and baggage all the time too, and so you say no to them about something, right? might trigger something that, you know, for example, happened to me. My mother used to say no to me all the time, or not now, later, which meant no, right? Which, or never. Or, or never, yeah. right? Okay, so we have to remember people are carrying around hurts that they're really unaware of, mm-hmm. right? And so their anger is, missed, is misplaced. Mis- misdirected, yeah. They're misdirected at you because you set a boundary which said no, which upset them. 
It has nothing to do with you. Right. But I like the fact that it's okay for me to get angry, but he can't. Yeah. That, I mean, that doesn't make sense. When I say that out loud, say that out loud, that sounds really weird. All right. Um, we've talked about this one, too, about it being okay to say no. It's, here, here's the deal with no. Right. Again, it comes with boundaries. Is that if, you're, if your part in your mind is telling you no, but you tell your spouse or your bo- boss yes, you're lying. You're lying to yourself, you're yeah. lying to your spouse, you're lying to your employee, you're lying to God, right? And in turn, that creates resentment and anger, and it yeah. builds over time. It's not the, You're not going to blow up that first, first time. First time, no, no. But it builds it's over time. That volcano effect where yeah. things just build, build, build until they're exploded. So let your yes be yes and your no be yeah. no. Yeah, right? we're going to talk Do- about more of that in our next uh, podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's about. right. Yeah, we got to get them coming yeah. up. Yeah, I don't want to go too far no, into no, that. No, no, that's all right. We'll leave that one alone. we got to keep some stuff for that. Yeah. Um, this one is really hard for moms. I, I, I speak for myself, but it's not my job to take responsibility for others. We have to allow them to grow and to make mistakes. I can go all the way back to all your moms out there that have older kids, the fourth grade um, mission project. <laughs> I mean, I wanted to do all the work so that he would get a good grade or, she, or that she would get a good grade. And so I took on the responsibility for my kids to make sure that they did well on that by doing the work. Never did they learn to get in trouble if they turned in the project late or they didn't do the project or whatever it was. So it's not my job to take responsibility for others. I was, I was good at that as a mom. And I'm sure there's moms out there that can relate to that. And how many people, we deal with a lot of these people, right? constantly saying they're sorry yeah constantly saying they're sorry i think that's one of those things that comes up in here too is talking about that so um what uh, we've got this next one here ma'am i don't i I, I don't have to expect the needs of others i don't have to accept accept the accept the needs of others no you don't have to accept the needs of others yeah no you know what are those needs i mean it's again. It's our job to love everybody mm-hmm. and to respect everybody, right? And be be kind to them, but we can't meet everybody's needs. It's mm-hmm. just it's we can't. I have a hard do. time meeting my own needs, let yeah, alone it, somebody well, else's. That's a good point. How can you how can you accept, how can you expect to meet somebody else's needs when you can't even meet your own? Right. This let's be real and true about yeah. this now. Yeah. I I can't. When I had the affair, right? I wanted Kathy to love me a certain way. And I didn't feel she was doing it. But then about a year or two in my recovery, I look back and I says, how can I expect Kathy to love me the way I wanted her to love yeah. me when I don't even love myself? Yeah. Right? I mean. No, so it's true. It's, it, yeah. Let, you know, and that kind of goes into the next one, too. It's my it's my job to make me happy. Right. Not others. So it's kind of that same thing. Not only could you not love yourself or love me, you couldn't love yourself. It's the same thing. I can't make other people happy i've got to make me happy and people other people aren't going to make me they don't happy. have that kind of no. we, we can be joyous to be around them. we can be happy to be around them but i think we have to define happy in the point to where you're truly heartfelt you're happy yeah okay yeah and happy is it comes and goes that's one of those emotions that happy one day maybe not so mm-hmm. much the next day yeah no it's All good right. um let's see what else do we got here uh, it's okay if people don't agree with me i mm-hmm. mean 
how many arguments are started because you're trying to prove your point when all you need to do is just say what you want to say. If they don't agree, they don't agree. And that, that's okay. Yeah, and that's okay. Um, just like I have the right to my own feelings, yeah. I don't have to take others on. Nope. I, for the longest time, would take your temperature mm -hmm. to determine how I mm -hmm. should feel. That's not a healthy I like, place. I like this one because Roy, my, my co-mentor, mm -hmm. right, the first time I ever, he, I didn't even know who he was. He saw me after a meeting at Betty Ford and put his hand on my shoulder. He says, Randy, you're lovable and you're enough. Mm -hmm. and I he am told, he, enough. He, he told me that for years, right, because I, I needed to hear it. I am enough. I'm not more than. I'm not less than. I'm enough. Yeah. So the question is now is why don't we have bound? So why don't we have boundaries or find it hard to set them and keep them? Well, we find it irresponsible to be capable of something and still say no when asked. Yeah. That one's really tough. What? Yeah, we find it irresponsible to be capable of doing something if, if we're saying no. Because now we've said no, and that's a negative connotation. And next thing you know, we we think it's irresponsible to say no. So everything has to be a yes. That's not so healthy. So everything has to be yes, and then and say everything being a yes, we're neglecting ourselves. Again. Exactly, it goes right back down. Um, we feel we're responsible for others' feelings. We talked about that, taking temperatures to determine my feelings. We, we are we are not God. We don't have that. Kind yeah, of power. no. Um, we feel guilt over simple misunderstandings or hurting someone's feelings. Um, I know that uh, we think we've hurt their feelings, and so we make it bigger than it really is, and we re probably really haven't done anything. And again, it's probably about down at that but, point. And, and then again, we have to look at that because there's a fine line. Sometimes if they're, they're good friends of ours, and mm -hmm. you know we can't hurt people's feelings, so we yeah. have to be aware of, you know, oh, hey, I really hurt your feelings, and, I, and I'm sorry that I did that. I mean, so we have to be real mindful when we're talking about some of this stuff. Yeah. What what was our motive? Yeah. Another one that's really hard to maintain a boundary with is that if we have someone in our life that doesn't respond to our limits, that that is that can be challenging if you've set some boundaries and they don't respond. Um, but we'll talk about that a little bit later too. Um, what if we put more into our relationships than we get from them and we begin to isolate? Um, that is something that people have done too. They'll they'll put so much into it and then not get anything out of it, so now they're gonna clam up. I think I think you and I have had, to, as coaches and mentors, we have had to learn to, to uh, that boundary, set that boundary, because it's like in recovery, mm -hmm. you'll say, if, if I want your recovery, I want you to change more than you wanna change, that's right. not worth it for me. I mean, I'll, I'll be here, we'll be here for you when you're ready to give right. it 100%, but you know, we want you to be we want recovery for you, but yeah. if you don't want it, then don't waste our time. Yeah. Um, the other one I like is if, we, if, I, if I just try harder, people will understand where I'm coming from. Again, try harder, do more. That, that just is, that doesn't, it makes it very difficult to maintain boundaries. Um, we overemphasize with other struggles and feelings. You know, oh, poor Randy, I'm so sorry. Oh, I hate that. You know, God, instead that. of just letting them have those feelings, letting uh, them sit with those emotions. I, I hear it all the time when I talk about my abuse to people that don't know me, and they, they, all of a sudden that sympathy comes in like that. It's like, please don't. I, I don't need your sympathy. I appreciate it, but I don't need it. Right. And the biggest one for me <laughs> is that we get the feeling that things won't get done or they won't get done <laughs> right, so I might as well just do it myself. 
Um, yeah, that was me. I was like that on the holidays at home. I created a whirlwind of chaos because I wanted everything done my way. Um, my work environment was also set that way. And when I realized that, you know what, everybody will get to their end, their goal, whatever that task was, the way they get there. As long as they get there, that's all I have to worry about. And it, so I really was able to see that because people learn and do differently than I do. They don't, it, not all going to be full, the same. In full transparency, she's still that way to a certain degree with me here at home. I catch myself more often because yeah, I she realize. She catches it, but I mean, it's like, Kathy is a great barbecuer and a great cook. <laughs> Here we <Yeah>. go. <laughs> she, I'm, and I won't take well, that away from smoking, her. He's the right? smoking chief so now. I'm, now. Now I'm doing all the smoking, and she's, you know, I, we, we, we made some beef jerky the other day, <laughs> and my dogs helped herself to about the last half, half of, of it. it. Right before we got it. So I got more stuff, and I'm making, I'm making the, the, the marinade again. And it came out great last time. She's in there trying to tell me how to make the marinade. It's like, come on, girl. Hey. I let me make. This is my job. I love to cook, though, and she, I just get but, my hand. But, I like. I know. But, I gotta. But, but I gotta but. step away and let you have that boundary. So there's. A, a, That's you know, not pushing myself into my limits into your boundary. That's not good. Then she gets. Then she gets mad and pouts when I tell her no. Yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> All right, we got to keep going here. So what happens if we don't have boundaries? We dread looking forward to each day and may have a hard time getting out of bed. That's where anxiety, depression, mm -hmm. feeling low comes in. We build those resentments. Oh, resentments is huge. Yeah, resentment starts building. Um, we begin to feel edgy, angry, and irritable. I've been uh, in a place like that before. Um, this, I know, happens to a lot of people. They lose focus. They have trouble concentrate, concentrating. They forget things, and eventually they just don't care. Right. It's like you just want to quit and give up. Um, we begin, this one's tough. All of a sudden, we begin to be unaware of what boundaries really are. Um, I have somebody that I've, I'm working with right now that it, she's just frustrated because she's at that place of desperation. She's gone further, and so it's really frustrating because she is frustrated with the fact she doesn't even know what the boundaries should be. And so that's a really difficult place to be but we can get you past that and it, you know i want to throw this at the before i forget because you know i forget stuff like mm -hmm. that. a great book that you can read is uh, boundaries by henry cloud mm -hmm. all right definitely that would be a, if, you're if you're struggling, struggling with this read henry cloud's boundaries book yeah uh, and uh john townsend also writes stuff on boundaries but Look those books up, and that'll, that'll really help you. Yeah, Henry, help Henry Cloud is huge with yeah, his with his boundaries, right. and there's a series of boundaries. There's right. boundaries, uh, several different series right. in that right. in that book. Um, we feel run over all the time. That's you know we kind of hit bottom. We, we we begin to move from crisis to crisis as we continue to feel out of control. That is very very true, and our life begins to feel meaningless. We feel guilty about setting the boundaries. I mean, it's like we, we are just, to me, that just sounds so dark. We don't know how to answer someone who wants our time, love, and energy. Um, we you know, probably would say yes when we mean no in that, at that time. Um, if it goes on for too long, we start to feel nothing dead inside. And when we do use our boundaries, it, feels, it starts mm -hmm. to feel selfish. And that's the hardest part, I think, about when we make that shift and that change into boundaries it, it, we it, feel selfish. It, uh, if we feel selfish and then what happens also is the people that we're setting boundaries with don't understand what we're doing mm -hmm. and they start throwing guilt trips on us. Yeah. Right. And so 
and that's where people will bail on the boundaries because they, they start feeling guilty. Well, maybe I, maybe this is wrong. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this. But it's like, remember that you're important. You, you yourself are important. Yeah. And you deserve to set boundaries and have a peaceful life. We understand how hard it is at first. It's really difficult because you've been, you haven't had boundaries for how many years? 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, Maybe 40, most 50 of your years. life, yeah. Most of your life. So now here you are with this new behavior coming in. Your friends are looking at you. Your spouse is looking at you going, Ooh. what in the world are you doing? What's going what's on here? What's wrong with her or what's right? wrong with him? Yeah. Nothing's wrong with you. Yeah. Okay? In the long run, just, just I mean, make sure you have a good coach. Kathy and I do a lot of this kind of coaching, a good mentor, whatever. And, and you work with them to help you through this process. Yeah, so the good thing is, is what is the solution? There is a solution to this. And that's there's always a solution. There's always a solution. So uh, first we need to realize that trying to do more, work harder, to be better, it's not working. Um, it may have for some time, but it has now stopped working if you're getting to that place. The more we try, the deeper we go in, what, in that dark hole. Second, we must first understand that being nice isn't working anymore either. How many people can relate to that? It doesn't mean that we should not be nice. It just means that our motivation for being nice was not in order. And we talked about what are your motives right, in that. Right. Um, it was misaligned. And in most cases, we're being nice because we were afraid. There's fear sometimes in that too. And then finally, doing things for others and taking responsibility for them is not working either. We have become worn out, angry, and resentful. And we keep repeating those words without boundaries. We become angry, worn out, and resentful. No matter how many times we throw in the life raft, people will continue to make bad choices. In order to take back our lives, we must be willing to give up um, these misguided ways of thinking and doing. It's time to change who we are responsible for, and that is you, and that is me. You know, I, I think, Kathy, like you mentioned something earlier today about mm -hmm. what you had to do. I think we can start getting angry, resentful, tired. Mm -hmm. Ask yourself, Go inside yourself and say, why am I, what am I so angry about? Mm -hmm. Why am I resentful? What is going on? How I come this that is yesterday. happening? Right? Ask yourself those questions. That you, the answers are within you. Right? And inevitably, it's going to come down to something that you're trying to mm -hmm. do that you probably shouldn't be doing. Yeah. I think for me, I was probably trying to take on too much. I was tired. I mean, sometimes you can just yeah, be tired. Tired, yes. And tired yeah, will absolutely. affect a lot of that absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. Yes. So the, the beauty in this is it's imperative that we begin to see and understand the difference between me and not me, ourself and others. We need to differentiate those two things. Things can become confusing when it comes to love, and this is what we were talking about mm -hmm. earlier. How to show love to others and yet not cease to exist. It's important to know some essential rules regarding love because this is where it can get difficult. Not all love is good, healthy love. No. You know, sometimes we think we need that or we have to have that. And that, and it may be a, a, an unhealthy relationship. That's not love. Because we're trying to fill a void in our life. Mm -hmm. And generally that void, as we know, is from your childhood, yeah. from a parent, from, from an absentee father, an absentee mother. Yeah. The other thing is, is if we're not careful, we can begin to love too much mm -hmm. and tolerate things that we should not tolerate. Well, most women that are abused, that's them right there. Right. That right. happens quite often. Right. Um, there are times we need that we need that reassurance that we are loved by others. Yep. If we do not get this type of love or assurance of love, we begin doing too much for others seeking that love. Some people are not capable of giving the type of love 
because of their own trauma or their own past. So we have to be mind, mindful of that as well and know that you know, we can't seek love from others. We have to first love ourselves. Right. That's so important. You mentioned that earlier. And for those, you know, we always say we got to seek love from God too. And that's mm-hmm. hard. I understand it's really yeah. hard, but that's where the true love comes yeah. from. Yeah. Um, we become fearful of conflict. We do not like anger or disappointment directed at us. That I was related to. So if if there was any conflict, like I said, I used to stand on my head for things, but I would do some crazy things seeking Randy's love because I, I was so uncomfortable in that conflict. Um, we become fearful that others do not love us and will do anything for that person. So we give in to those fears, and then we be, can be taken advantage of. Um, yeah, if we just... If we don't set those boundaries and we do more and more and more, people will take advantage of you. We attempt to solve everyone's problems in the name of love. This will create an unhealthy relationship, and we teach others that they never have to solve their own problems. We rescue them, and rescuing them will become resentful over and over and over again. We're back on that resentful cycle again. So that rescue... um, and we think if we just do more, if we just get them this time, it's going to change and things will be better. No, it usually does not. So how do we keep our boundaries intact? If others protest the boundaries we put in place, don't get upset with their upset. And we talked about that. People are going to get confused because they're not going to understand why all of a sudden you're setting boundaries and they might get upset. That's okay. Remember we right. talked about earlier, if people get upset, they have emotions, they can be upset. Right. You know, let them have their upset. Absolutely. It's not mm-hmm. about you. Yeah. Don't take it personally. No. not This is the time we really don't take it personally. Um, people will test your boundaries, hoping that they won't last or that you'll give in. Um, remain strong. When in doubt or if you're struggling, reach out to a mentor. Reach out to your life coach for guidance and encouragement. Sometimes that's all it takes because I know there's times when you're going to feel weak. You're going to need that person in your right. life that you can reach out to. And then love doesn't always mean that you have to be nice and giving to others. It's okay to say no. We've talked about this. I can't reiterate it. Remember, no is a complete sentence. That's next week's um, subject. Um, and you don't know it. You don't own an explanation for your for your no as well. So love means it's okay to let others solve their own problems, not rescue them. We all grow through personal struggles. I know for me, if I didn't have those struggles, I don't think I would be where I was today. So don't take learning opportunities away from yourself or the people you care about. Let them work through their struggle. Set firm rules and limits. People don't um, don't know what is best for you. You do. Okay. And then the final one is withdraw from negative behaviors of others while reflecting love and kindness to them. That can be challenging, but it's so important to withdraw from those negative behaviors. It, it, I want to say real quick, too, is that Kathy... Affliction was codependency, mm-hmm. right? I had codependency to a certain degree, right? And it's like she's done a lot of really hard work, more so than I have when it comes to say I didn't have to. I had to set boundaries, but Kathy's had a lot more work to do on boundaries and her codependency yeah. than, than I have. And so that's why she, t- you know, this is kind of her. I'm really happy she's, she's here to do this and explain it because she's the one that needs to be explaining this probably more than me, to be honest with you, because the boundaries that she's had to really, especially overcoming me, mm-hmm. and what you went through with me for 20-some years, I, so just know that, um, and she's still working very hard on her boundaries, and it's still hard for me sometimes. Yeah. 
I, I want you to know that even though I know what she's doing, it's still hard for me. Yeah. So just know that if a loved one's working on this stuff, be patient, be kind, mm-hmm. right? And just understand that they're not hating you. They're, they're learning how to love their self, right? In the long run, they're going to love you a lot better. Yeah. And if that's you, it that's the same applies to you. Be patient exactly. and have grace for yourself because you've worked so hard right. at not having boundaries that now you have to shift everything in yeah. your thinking. Yeah. So. Anyways, we hope that this um, podcast on consequences of not having boundaries was helpful for you. Um, if you're struggling with boundaries, you're not alone. Hello, I still work on that. We're here to help you in the process. As your life coaches, we will be open to listen and guide you in the areas that might be your blind spots. We all have blind spots. So um, if you're struggling, make sure you reach out to us. If you're interested in uh, being coached, we are still offering our uh, free 30-minute consultation to get you on the right track. So contact us today. You can contact us at changeyourlifestorynow.com. Also, just want to remind you to like and share our Instagram pages as well as our Facebook pages. Um, The more people we reach, the more people will start getting better, especially with all the things that are happening in this world. We really want to stay connected. We want to make sure we're reaching those that are in need. And and just an FYI that also... Every Monday, these these are posted every Monday morning at yeah. eight o'clock. But also every Tuesday, they'll be posted on YouTube the, yeah. the the video portion of this. So go over there and visit that as well if you would like and like like and share that as well on YouTube. Yeah. On, you, on YouTube. Yeah, on our Instagram page, we put out uh, inspirational quote, quotes and things based right. upon the topics we're talking about. So make sure you share those on your Instagram as well to reach those as well. Hey, 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 hey. Wet, wet, wet. hey. We got a special guest next week. We have a special guest next week. She's coming into town tomorrow night, so we're excited. It's, it's, um, it's, a, it's a it's a it's our spiritual daughter. One Kat, of many. One one of many, but this is one we don't chase a lot of people. But Kathy told me one day, I will chase her to the ends of the earth and back. I'm not going to ever let mm. her go, and she has kept her word to that. And this this woman coming in has responded with nothing but love. Right, and she's acceptance, it, 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 grace, acceptance, grace, humility. Here, I mean, I'm over here ready to cry. <laughs> she she is growing so much, so we we're gonna have her here to, for the uh, the last last pro- episode. La- last episode of this month is mm-hmm. be Noah's a complete sentence. So make sure. Yeah, she'll be able to share sure. some of her experiences, yes. her yes. her struggles, um, and her growth as and well. Then, well, we'll talk about February when we get closer. February. Yeah, we yeah. can wait on that okay, one. Okay, we can wait on that one. Okay. All right, what else you got? You want me to share about your book? Oh, yeah, my book. Healing the Wounded Child Within. Okay. It's available on Amazon and on paperback, Kindle, and um, Audible, right? All on Amazon. 30-day, uh, the 30-day Devotion of the Wholeness is also on Amazon. It's a great all these books are great, great healing books. Every single one of them. And then the Perfect. seven, the day challenge. They're, yeah. great, they're great tools. The, the devotional we gave to our couples to, to do for a, a month, a 30-day thing. At the end of every uh, devotional, there's, there's some contemplative questions. And it just changed their lives. Yeah, so, it's a real easy, yeah, yeah. easy and, do. And the, you know, change, Healing the Wounded Child Within is a book of hope and healing. So. And it's also available in Spanish. It's available in Spanish. Exactly. Yeah, so that's great. So, and then the final thing I just want to say is, you know, we know, um, we thank you, all of you that have been listening. 
And the last thing that I need to just really push, which is very difficult to push, is our foundation. Um, the Courageous Healers Foundation, we are a nonprofit foundation who helps men, women, and families um, work through and heal through the scars of their past. And the, your any donation that you can make, whether it's a $5 donation, you know, a $100 donation, I have to say those large numbers even though it's hard. $1,000 donations. $1,000 donations, all of that monthly is donation. not, you know, you can do it on a monthly, you can do it a one-time. Those funds go towards helping people who can't afford coaching who can't afford help and guidance through their trauma so um, we don't charge a lot um, because we want to make sure that we reach those people who can't afford it so it is really important so we do appreciate those that are on a monthly donation and uh, just want to encourage you that as you end this year if you have something that you're wanting to that your heart is being drawn to or something that you want to put some focus on from a financial perspective please feel free to um Use the Courageous Healers Foundation as your nonprofit. Well, five hundred one C three nonprofit, so one hundred percent write off. Yep. Okay. I think that covers it all. I think that covers it all. So let's think about this. Well, are we going to see him before Christmas? I don't think so. This is this is like no, the Monday before more. Christmas. No, next week. This is the Monday before Christmas. Oh, this is the Monday before Christmas. Yeah. 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 You, oh, yeah. You're a week ahead of, week ahead of yourself. I know. I'm behind. You know? I've, I've, so. I don't have we, a Christmas tree up, so I'm not even really thinking about it. For, for, for all of you out there listening, thank you so yes. much for, for making this possible for us. We really do appreciate it. We want you all to have a merry, merry Christmas. Yes. I want you to remember one thing, right? Kathy said well, around the holidays and stuff, she would get all uptight. And, you know, and I had to learn to do this. St. Francis says, it's better to love than to be loved. And it's better to understand than to be understood. So if you're struggling at home with a loved one that's not quite, you know, making you up, go get on your knees and just repeat that mantra. It's better to love than to be loved. It's better to understand than to be understood. So just love and just understand. I promise you, I promise you, if you go into it with an open heart, Mm -hmm. it will 100% change your day. Yeah. Is that it, baby? That's it. All right. All right. So Merry Christmas, everyone. Remember, Merry Christmas, number one. And there's some mistletoe right here. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And nobody tells you they love you today. Randy does. Kathy does. And more importantly, God God does. does. Be blessed, everybody. Bye, guys. Have a super Christmas. This has been Healing Courageously with Randy Boyd. We will have a new episode every Monday. Please like us on iTunes or Google Play. If you would like to know more about the services available from Randy, please visit him at changeyourlifestorynow.com. Thank you for spending time with us. We'll see you next week. And remember, if nobody tells you they love you today, Randy does.